to Pursue the Pool, the podcast that is geared towards helping people who are looking for a career change and for those who want to pursue their dreams and start their own business. So how do we differ from all of the other inspirational podcasts out there? Well, what we do is we interview people from a range of different industries. So if you wanted to start your own marketing agency or restaurant, whatever it is, we have someone specific from that industry to tell you where and how to start, the highs and the lows, and most importantly, the truth. So we are one group, one community, and we have all of the answers. Now, I am your host, Stacey Bevan, and today I have an amazing guest with me, Isabel Strubantz, who is the founder of Bee Chocolate and More. First of all, thank you so much for joining us today, Isabel. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. No, thank you. And we're really, really excited But just before we go into the questions that have been devised by our audience, I just want to give a bit of a background into what it is that you do and the services that you offer. So, yeah, so Chocolate and More is a premium importer and distributor of exquisite handmade Belgian chocolates in Malta. You started trading at the end of January 2022, and your company is dedicated to delivering tailored services in collaboration with expert chocolatiers to provide customers in Malta and Gozo with the finest chocolates available. Your mission is to spread the joy of handcrafted Belgian chocolates and make them accessible to everyone. Now, in terms of achievements, you directly started to propose your chocolates to everyone, including individuals for any occasion, in boutique hotels, and small gifts for their clients, and also corporate companies for employees' gifts or for your business partners, for companies' business partners. Now, you will be part of the Malta Trade Fair on the 23rd of June to the 2nd of July in 2023, and you are organizing one full week in October of workshops with Justine Lanou, who is one of your rewarded chocolatiers who will come to Malta for this particular occasion. And these workshops will be open to anyone. So without further ado, I'm just going to jump into the first question because I'm really eager to know how you actually got started. So if it's okay with you, can you just give us a little bit of um, background just, you know, was you in employment before and then kind of transitioned into your own business? Or, you know, how did you make this transition into working for yourself? Where did it all start? Um, my first job was in hospitality. I grew up in France and I have worked in several restaurants in France. Um, afterward, I moved to Belgium back and I went to work uh, in uh, financial uh, in administration in, finan- in the financial sector. And six years ago, we moved to Panama <laughs> and we lived there for eight months. <laughs> so I had the opportunity to see the whole process of the chocolates being a very gourmet and fine connoisseur of uh, good food. Um, I learned all the chocolates and the process. And six years ago, we come back to Europe. And four years ago, we came in Malta. Last year, I started the business with the chocolates, having some friends who are chocolatey in Belgium. Some of them are rewarded. Others are just the traditional one. But the quality is always very good. 
So that's how, my bike runs. Okay, so why chocolate? Where did the thought of I'm <laughs> gonna start a business in chocolate or even an interest in chocolate? Where did that interest come from? Then uh, COVID started, we were here on Malta and we couldn't find any premium chocolate here in Malta. Uh, you can go in a lot of shops, uh, you will always find the industrial one. And as Belgian person, we used to eat the chocolates from the artisans. So it was a big missing part of our comfort food during COVID. So I decided to start the business uh, two times after COVID. During the time I had to learn things and I organized everything, the administration. So it takes some time after COVID, but we started and uh, now we are here. Wow. Okay. And how did you, like, did you need a lot of money to get started or was it just like knowledge that you needed to know? Um, it's a combination of two of them. You don't need a lot of money. You can, of course, if you start a business in chocolate here in Malta, you will have to rent a shop, uh, have a lot of uh, material to keep the chocolate in good condition, uh, have place for the people, a chair and everything. So I decided to just go online and go knock on the door of every potential client. So to the corporate, the hotels, and different client or type of clients. And we organize as well some uh, pairing that are open for everyone. So the particular can also buy and discover all the particularity of the premium chocolates. Okay. So how did you actually get your first client? Did you go direct? Did you have to get on the phone? How did you get that first client? <laughs> It's a combination. For the professional, we started with uh, knocking at door to door for different corporate, different boutique hotels, uh, some architects, uh, different sector. Yeah. Uh, and for the particular, we uh, put a lot of uh, ad on the social media. Uh, so we are visible from anywhere from everyone wow okay and in terms of like fear did you have any fear when you wanted to go into your own business and you know start it in a different country and like what what fear was there and how did you overcome that fear oh I'm an introverted person so normally it's something very complicated for me to go to new people that I don't know, I don't know the background, I don't have their character. So it's, uh, but I have to face it and going out of my comfort zone every day. And that's the fun part because uh, you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about the people uh, and the culture of the country that you choose where you live. So it helped me, and in, sometimes I have to push myself a lot. <laughs> I know the day is going very easily, and uh, it depends. Uh, but it's it's nice. It's I enjoy it, really. And that and that's important. So, how do you stay like motivated? Do you have like a business mentor? Do you watch anything on 
YouTube? Do you read any books? What keeps you motivated? What keeps you? I read a lot uh, on different uh, book, uh, business, uh, uh, new technology, because I'm not the young one. (laughs) So I have to learn and to keep busy. I never had to have all the knowledge before, because when you are an employee, you are just part of this. And now being working for myself, I have to learn the marketing, the administration, the accounting, and it's a lot of different uh, points, but uh, you have to learn. And uh, some are very interesting and some are less, but it's part of it. You have to do it like it's fun every day and all the time. Of the wise, you will say, no, it's too complicated and uh, you give up, but you never know what's happening. Uh, I prefer to say, okay, today I have to do something that I don't really like, but I will do it. So it's done and I can go on the fun part of my job. What is more interesting and more funny for me. But you have to do it. You have to do it. You have to do it. And um, so just going back a little bit, because some people, they want to start their own business, but they don't know what to start their own business in. How did you like identify this was a passion? Because chocolate, it's a different thing. You know, it's not something that you would have gone and studied or worked in before. How did you know that chocolate was something that you wanted to pursue as a business? Where did that idea come from? Was it when you went on holiday, you were saying, or...? No, I really love the chocolates. And if I have to try, uh, I won't say that the best chocolate is the Belgium chocolate because, you know, uh, a lot of uh, chocolates here are very good in other countries. It's all about the uh, raw material that they use and the technique, the passion that they put inside. And when you can determine all these different things, you can really enjoy and realize all the work have been put in the small piece of chocolates that you can enjoy. And if you are very lucky to enjoy the best you chocolates, you have to have the perfect moment. You choose the good chocolates, the right person to who you want to share with it in the right at the right moments. Yeah. The best for me it's the evening when the children are in uh, in bed and you can just have a small talk with your partner you enjoy 5 minutes just one small piece oh. a day it's more than enough. <laughs> so you don't culpabilize at the end of the month when you have to go on the balance and you said oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a very tempting industry. I mean, I don't know how I could do it. Um, <laughs> all the time. Here in my time, I don't have the problem. It's when I'm going to Belgium and I go visit the chocolatier. When you come inside the shop of the workshop of the chocolatier, you have all the flour who is coming through, and that's the complicated moment. You have to say no, don't touch it. Can imagine. And um, so during your uh, business, have you had any real crisis points that you've had to overcome? Something that could have really maybe destroyed your business or something that happened where you thought, oh, no, I don't think I'll continue with this. Or was there any kind of crisis point, do you think, that, you ha- that you've had within 
your business? I will say, actually, we didn't have these uh, issues for the moment. Uh, it's a luxury product, so you, I already know from the beginning that it will take some time. So I'm a patient person, so it helped. <laughs> if you are in the hurry, I will say, oh, if you don't have a good network, don't start it. Because I didn't have the network here in Malta, so I have to start from the beginning, from crash, and that takes some time. Uh, it's not part of the culture in Malta, so it grew slowly, but it grew, and we, I'm quite happy. My big issues is the stress that I have to face every time that uh, we organize a transport for the chocolates. So it's happened once to two times per month <laughs> because during the transports, not the chocolate maker or the chocolatier, not me are the responsible person. We can't face this time and it's out of our hands and we have to keep calm and to hope for the best you never know what will happen you can write a teen time put some sticker on the box to write it's fragile you never know it's going in so many different hands during the transports and we choose the faster it's left this afternoon and it will be here tomorrow in Malta. So it's quite fast, but uh, one night, it's already very long for me. <laughs> yeah. So have you ever had anything that's happened on transportation? Of course. <laughs> the most uh, often it's happened with uh, it's time for Christmas or for, uh, for Easter when they are the small figurine in chocolates. They are very fragile. And I have to face uh, some break during the transport. So I always have some extra. And it's happened uh, this year in Easter that I had to give the one that I order for my children, for some clients. <laughs> so those kind of problems we have to face. But it's just chocolate, you know. Yeah. They are quite happy if the chocolate are in peace or in the full figurine. They are. Yeah. They, are yeah. they prefer to have a small piece than nothing. Than so, nothing at all. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And so, you know, I mean... One question that, you know, um, well, this is a two-part question, but first of all, um, because there's a lot of people that want to start their own business. There's a lot of fear there. People are scared to start their own business. They're scared to leave their job and just do it. What advice would you give to people who are thinking about starting their own business? Uh, you have to face it and you have to say, okay, uh, take some time, think about it. Uh, what might be the worst things who might happen? It won't work and you will have to go back to work for someone else. Yeah. And if you face the problem, you can find solution because you have to face all the problem every day. Uh, it's not all. Oh, it's happened just sometimes. It's a delay. It's a client. It's a, a, a last minute order, and you have to. Uh, it's part of the life, you know. Every morning you get up, 
but you never know what will happen to you. You think you organize your life and everything it's quite well, but uh, you go out and you broke a shoes uh, of uh, it's raining and you have an appointment, you went just out of the hairdresser. Uh, you have no choice. You have to face every situation. Just keep calm, try to do your best, and you will learn during the process. Yeah. And one day it will be a mistake, and tomorrow it's a lesson, so you don't make the same mistake. Yeah, yeah. It's happened to everyone, but it's life. It's not only for the business. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, that's good advice. And in terms of what would you say to somebody that wanted to do exactly what you're doing and wanted to do this importation of chocolate? How would they get started? What advice would you give them to even start it? Would it be learning or what, what advice would you give them if they wanted to do exactly what you're doing? If you want to go for premium chocolates, you have to learn the process and to find the right chocolatier of chocolate makers uh, who want, which want you want, which one you want to work with. Yes. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Uh, because the quality, it's all about the quality. If you say you bring premium chocolate and you don't have the knowledge of the premium quality of the product, you must might come with not the best chocolates. Yeah. Uh, I'm the lucky one, I will say, because I have some friends who are chocolatey. I go and I visit them. I can uh, see them work and I know from where are coming each of their raw products. Yeah. Afterwards, they are the passion of the passion on the what they are doing. Yeah. And you see it on the results. And it's all about what you see, what you taste, that gives you the answer. And to learn that process. Um, obviously you had friends in it, but let's say someone doesn't know anyone in the industry. How would they start looking at that? Would they be, you know, would they go online and, you know, how do you think they could? I know someone in China who was trying to bring Belgium artisanal chocolates. And he said to me, oh, I sense, I tried to get in contact with different chocolatiers and chocolate makers in Belgium, but no one answered me. I said, yes, I know. They are very close. Uh, it's it's close. They're very close. Profession. So yeah. they don't go out. Uh, the ones who are very well known, are, it's easy to find them everywhere. Mm. But uh, you are very good chocolatier in a small village. Some people tell me, oh, I went already to Belgium and I went to Bruges and I saw the shop and I taste all the chocolate. I said, yes, but when you are going in this kind of shop, you won't have the artisanal one. You can see all around you in the shop chocolates. Yeah. Uh, the one from where the chocolates that I bring to Malta come, they shop are almost empty because the chocolate are made to order. That's mm -hmm. a big difference mm -hmm. because in the chocolate, there are no uh, additive, no colorants, no conservator. So the plain chocolate, you can keep them for two years because there are no filling inside. 
Wow. But for the small pralines, for example, you can keep them only for three months. Yeah. But a box of 16 pralines, who will keep it for three months? Yeah. <laughs> no one. Yeah. If you receive yeah. a box of 16 pralines in few days, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> you eat them. Wow. So, so the it's not the problem. Yeah. So the quality is, is what you're yes. saying is the most important Exactly. And then, and then did you set up your website yourself? Did you design the website yourself or? Um, one of my friends was uh, is a designer. Okay. Uh, so she helped me for the design. And afterward, we take a, a company to build all the uh, the websites. But it was a, a complicated period for me. It was out of my hands and I couldn't yeah. understand we didn't talk the same language, you know, technology and people of 50. It's um, <laughs> Okay, so any other advice just for someone doing your line of work, so someone um, doing exactly what you do, any other advice? So they need to understand the processes, the quality chocolate, um, and anything else you would say that they need to be Really Find the right chocolatier who will make you understand all the difference and let you taste and uh, explain you and see if the chocolatier that you uh, reach uh, are passionate. Yeah. If they are not passionate, they don't have the all the technique, um, you won't go far away. Um, yeah. One of the one I used to work with... Uh, I've already been twice uh, rewarded by Gomiyov, um, and they are only 27 and 28. So, and this month they are again nominated to be awarded. Yeah. So, finger crossed. <laughs> yeah. And you can see when you see the box of the chocolate, it's a full story. It's not the packaging only, it's the chocolate. And when you taste the chocolate, Oh, you taste really the quality of the chocolate, the uh, balance of uh, the feeling inside. Yeah. It's all about, it's a, a full story. It needs to be a full story. It's the so story miss some piece. It's, it's make complicated to sell it. Yeah. For me, it's a very easy work to do because when I bring the chocolates, oh, when I already said, oh, I bring Belgium artisanal chocolates, people are, oh, yes, oh, you are very good. <laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> Can I see the chocolate? Yeah. They're very excited. So when they see the box, they said, wow, that's a nice box. And when we open the box, wow, those chocolates are very nice. The yeah. shape, the, 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 they are shiny. It's and it's nothing industrial, so nothing. It's inside put it. It's the technique. Uh, one uh, the Justine is working with it, and you take it, you bite, you let it smell, and you just enjoy it. <laughs> wow. I suppose when you enjoy it and you love the story behind it, then it's not like you're selling. Really, it's, it must be no. To sell. It's, it's for me. It's not a work. Uh, this part when I let discover when I share the chocolate with someone, it's not part of my work. It's yeah. uh, it's a fun part. It's all the administration, all the contact, and all the other part of the work. That's work. 
but sharing, doing an event uh, and uh, uh, organizing a pairing, that's fun. Wow. It's pure fun for me. Yeah? No, yes. no. That, that sounds amazing. And look, you know, you've been really open and I'll thank you so much for your advice because... You know, this is going to be great for someone that actually wants to go into this industry, but also just advice in general about how you got started and when you got started through COVID times. It was, you know, it's a great story. And even in a different country as well, you know, you moved to Malta, you did it here. So that is incredible. And look, I just want to thank you so much for coming on. You have you, been thank you. amazing. And um, yeah, no, it's been great. And I'm sure a lot of people will love the insight that you've given us. So thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. 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 <laughs>